This lesson is geared to make you comfortable with uncomfortability. You might be asking yourself, why would I ever want you to feel uncomfortable? Why can't I just teach you ways to avoid pain and discomfort? Well, the truth is life doesn't work like that. And if you go about avoiding suffering, you'll eventually be doomed because when inevitable circumstances strike, they may end up crippling you. But if you practice becoming comfortable with uncomfortability, you'll develop proper tools and techniques to use in those instances and not be thwarted by them. Why don't we examine this further, shall we? From Phil's VTech comes a weekly digital series where he shares his insights, concepts, and findings learned during his 15-year journey of working in the entertainment industry. Each lesson offers you a roadmap to overcome the challenges that all artists face on the path to success. Welcome to Phil's VTech Podcast. What a wonderful day it is. I'm truly honored you're joining me today as it's my pleasure to help creatives like you master mental fortitude because it takes way more than talent and luck to succeed in the entertainment industry, does it not? Before we get any further, I'd like to invite you to subscribe to this series if you haven't done it already. Once subscribed, you'll be alerted to new lessons that I post. Thank you if you just subscribe. All right, here we go. First, it stands to reason that we should define what I mean by comfortability and uncomfortability. From the perspective that we're viewing it right now, comfort means something you already know and can perform. You're accustomed to it and can expect a certain result without much hassle. It's the status quo, but it's restrictive and stagnant. You're not growing. Uncomfortability allows us to develop. It forces us to act in a way we haven't before and gain that skill or mindset. I can look back at my life and point out thousands of instances where I wanted to stay in my aptly named comfort zone because it felt safe and enjoyable. I loved being able to do what I wanted when I wanted, and thus, I hated the idea of starting school. In time, between making new friends and learning new and interesting concepts, I warmed up to the classroom environment. Another example from my life is back when I started playing soccer. I was a shy and introverted kid. Still kind of am, but we'll talk about that at another point. During our first game, I wasn't saying much. I just focused on playing. However, that didn't lend itself to getting the result we wanted, or more specifically, the result I wanted, which was to win. By me not communicating with my teammates, we simply weren't as strong as we could have been. No one on the field, including myself, was a mind reader. The only way for each of us to fulfill our roles collectively was to communicate with each other verbally. And when I say verbally, I don't just mean a regular speaking voice like this. The field was huge, especially when you're a 10-year-old kid. You had to shout to make sure each person heard your instructions, which were things like man on, take space, shoot, guy behind you, and so on. My desire to win was greater than my need to stay shy, and so I opened up and instructed my teammates. When I did, we played a hell of a lot better than before. The momentum of that game propelled me forward in other areas, one being filmmaking. As a kid, I'd make lots of movies, and in order to get my vision across, I needed to lead people. You can't lead if you don't speak. So those are just a couple of examples from my life where I embraced uncomfortability. I stepped out of my comfort zone and gained something. In the first instance, I was resistant initially. In the second, I did so because I wanted to win. Part of how you can become comfortable with uncomfortability is to acknowledge that there's something to be gained by stepping out of your comfort zone. Don't resist. It's certainly been my natural inclination to do so, but that only makes the experience more difficult and it takes more time to learn the lesson you're meant to digest. Furthermore, if you have a grand dream, which I imagine you do because most, if not all, creators do, 
then you'll definitely need to step into challenging situations. Greatness doesn't happen in the status quo. What I just listed represents the positive aspects of stepping into the unknown. But a huge reason I want to make sure you understand this lesson is because simply put, life happens. I want you to really understand that in life there are unavoidable aspects and just because you refuse to face them doesn't mean you won't have to deal with them. Even when something isn't your fault, you may have to bear the responsibility of it. For instance, let's say rent is about to be due. You just completed a big freelance gig and have a fat check coming in. You are ready to deposit that and use it for rent. But then you find out that the check bounced. Not your fault, but it is your responsibility to deal with, is it not? Or let's say a grandparent dies. It's a very emotionally taxing period in many people's lives. And it's only exacerbated by having to deal with wills, funeral costs, and other administrative tasks. The duality of those creates a very difficult grieving phase. Sometimes it may feel like too much to handle. Believe me, I understand. And yet, deal with it, we all must. For more on this notion, check out my episode called Are You Responsible Even If It's Not Your Fault? The point being that how you prepare yourself for those moments will determine the ease with which you can navigate those difficult times. There's a Benjamin Franklin quote that goes, if you fail to prepare, you are preparing to fail. That's really what this lesson is all about. I wanna teach you how to prepare. The way you prepare is by controlling the amount of uncomfortability in your life so that it expands on your own terms, greater and greater over time. You learn the most when you don't know something and force yourself into it. Yet, you wanna be in command of how much you allow yourself to be immersed at any given point. This notion may sound like an oxymoron, but I'll show you how to do it. When you apply the exercises I'm about to give you, you'll be able to thrive in your career and life, plus you'll be able to handle times of crisis without panic or even distress. You won't panic because you'll know you have other options. So, step one is to accept that shit happens in life, but you can prepare for it. The more preparation you have, the less severe life will seem. And as a byproduct, you'll accomplish the things you want in life. No amount of greatness in life happens without pain or sacrifice. Going to the gym isn't always pleasant, but it yields results in terms of your physical and mental health. Lastly, before I give you the practical ways to get comfortable with uncomfortability, understand that this practice, like most meaningful disciplines, is a lifelong pursuit. There's many things I've gotten comfortable with that used to be so uncomfortable, like actually speaking on camera, believe it or not. However, there's many aspects of life that aren't comfortable for me. One is the passing of time and its effects on friendships. Over the years, I've been blessed to befriend incredible people. I've gotten close to them and they with me, but their ambitions and life in general has pulled a lot of those friends away. It's not that we stop being friends, but many of the people I used to hang out with daily have gone on to do incredible things in different parts of the world. And honestly, I couldn't be more proud of their successes, and I'm happy for getting to witness their work ethic for whatever amount of time I did. But I'd be lying if I didn't say it makes me sad to see them move on. Part of me, at times at least, has felt like they were moving on from me. I know it's not true or that it ever crossed their mind. Heck, I've grown a lot in my life and moved to different parts of the country, thereby leaving people behind. So it's somewhat hypocritical of me to even think really, but you can't help how you feel sometimes. And that's how it felt. So the notion of people, especially friends, having to grow up and move on while honoring what once was is an aspect of life I need to be able to feel comfortable with and currently I don't. I walk a lonely road, the only one that I have ever known.
don't worry, it's not that serious. Thanks to embracing the idea of being comfortable with uncomfortability, I'm able to process friends entering new phases of their lives better and better. All that to say, we all have areas we need to work on. One final point before I give you methods to use, and I mean this in all seriousness, don't avoid doing this work. Life, greatness, human kindness, achievement, or whatever you want to call it, happens in the unexpected, and if you sit too long in comfort, you'll become bored and suffocate. As human beings, we need to grow. We're either growing or we're dying, as the old adage goes. Too many people can't adapt to change, which is why I feel we're seeing suicide rates rise, mass shootings left and right, stress levels through the roof, and so on. So please, do not take this lightly. Avoid getting to that mental prison with these games. There's many of them, and I do want you to look at them as games, because if you do, it'll be more fun and less intimidating. The first way I already hinted at earlier, and that is to sit with this comfort. Don't run away from it. I feel we as a society think that anything that doesn't make us happy is terrible. And it could be, but we never really process why. Rachel Brathen, aka Yoga Girl, urges us to process these emotions. That way we can understand them. Too often I find we try to shove them away, but the problem with that is these demons resurface later and much stronger. Musician Amanda Palmer has a great analogy about traumas. To her, suppressing traumas is like sending a monster into the basement with a gym where the monster just works out all day, every day. If instead we attack these negative emotions head on, we can begin to understand them and work through them at the source. By the way, here's just a few ways each of us can suppress negative emotions. Drinking, pills and medication, avoiding certain activities, people or places, lying, not communicating uh, our feelings with others, and so on. So avoid those. But to get back to the ways to expand your comfortability with this comfort, Here's the second way to expand, and that is to be honest with people. When someone asks you how you're doing, don't automatically respond with good. Tell them how you really feel. You don't have to unload everything on them about what's going on in your life, but you can say something along the lines of, you know, truthfully, things have been hard, but I'll be okay. Thank you enough for asking, though. Or if you're at a restaurant and the waiter asks you how's the food, provide actual feedback. What do you like about the food? What don't you like about the food? Be specific and point out both positives and negatives. Being able to be honest, no matter how difficult the truth may be to verbalize, is a big indicator of success. The more difficult conversations you're willing to have in life, the more you'll accomplish. So practice being honest in small ways so you can grow into those harder moments you'll face. Tangential to this exercise is one where no matter which store you shop in, you always ask for 10% off. This is a Tim Ferriss favorite. The goal is not to get that 10% off, it's just to get you in the habit of asking for things so that later on in life, when you're negotiating for a car, a paycheck, or a house, or whatever else, you'll know you have the ability to do it with ease. And I will say, believe it or not, you'll get the 10% off more times than you'd actually think. So no matter if you're at a Starbucks or your local grocery store or wherever else, just go ahead and say, can I get a 10% discount on that? I'd really appreciate if I could. See what happens. Now here's a rapid fire list of other ways. Look up groups online based on your interests and join them for meetings. Try an open mic or karaoke. It's a lot of fun actually. Take a class of any kind in an area you're unfamiliar with. Or you can always speak up at your next meeting, whether it's at your work or just something that you do for pleasure. 
Learn a new language. That's always a fun one. Travel. Discover new places and cultures. Consume new genres of content. Or whenever you're faced with an option to do something difficult, take it. Don't fret. Drive a new route home from work. That's a simple enough thing. Say yes more often to people's requests. Or volunteer. It could be an animal shelter or a food bank. Doesn't matter. Do something you're afraid to do. Let's say that could be swimming for you. I also encourage you to look up my lesson called the Daily Artist Challenge and try some of the things that I list there. Have others create mini challenges for you. Or you can actually listen to Mark McGinnis' podcast called The 21st Century Creative, where at the end of each episode, he gives a creative challenge that you have to complete within seven days. Those are a lot of fun. list goes on and on. Make it a game. Invent some ways for yourself. The beauty is you can apply this thinking towards your dreams. Think of what you really want. Now think of the aspects of that dream that make it difficult. What are they? How will you overcome them? The wonderful thing about this is we discover that our desire for our dreams is greater than our fear of discomfort. Our desire is dynamic and creates action, building momentum over time. That's what these exercises are designed to do, to create that initial spark. So please go ahead and write down what makes you feel uncomfortable in the comment section. Then think of all the incremental steps you can take to overcome that fear. If you're afraid of swimming, can you start by going to the shallow end and practice swimming without the worry of drowning? Like I said before, make this fun and really think of all the various ways to push yourself. That's how we grow. When we become stagnant, it means we've lost our way. Truth is dynamic and ever-expanding. That needs to be our goal. Be uncomfortable with comfortability so that you can then strive to be comfortable with uncomfortability. And thus, we conclude this lesson. But please feel free to click over to any of the numerous lessons I've created just for you. I have so many you can check out along with other free resources. All you have to do is go to my website at philcetech.com. Also, I'm going to be coming out with a workbook version of the series to help you master mental fortitude. The book will reiterate my various lessons as well as provide exercises for you to put those lessons to practice. If you're interested in the details, subscribe to my newsletter on my website or leave a comment below. Lastly, a huge thank you to the people that have helped make this episode financially possible. If you too would like to support this show, you can either head on over to my Patreon page or support some of my merch from my store. Links are all down below as well. Or you can just tell a friend about this show and we can build a great community of like-minded creators. Sounds wonderful, doesn't it? Anyway, thank you for taking the time to tune in. I'm at Phil Svitek on social media and I'll see you next time with another one of my lessons. Bye.